Baobulb.org is a podcasting platform and a medium for storytelling. This podcast is also available on all the major podcasting apps, including Apple and Google Podcasts. Podcast your life with Baobulb.org. Grace and peace to you from God our Creator and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Sunday the 18th of July 2021. And for today's family worship service, we are having three readings. Our first reading comes to us from the book of Psalms, Psalm 94, verses 1 to 23. Our second reading comes to us from the book of Acts, Acts chapter 6, verse 8 to 15. And our final reading comes to us from the Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 14, verses 57 to verse 65. And so these are the verses that we, these are the readings that we would like to focus on this morning as these readings come to us from the Holy Scriptures. But let us join together this morning as we listen to the call to worship. We are here in this virtual space to give you thanks, O Lord. With our whole hearts we give you thanks. We are here in this virtual space to sing your praises, O Lord. With our whole hearts we sing your praises. Who will rise up for the Lord? We will rise up for the Lord. Who will take a stand for God? We will take a stand for God. Let us come before God and sing for joy. We are here in this virtual space with music and a song in our hearts. The Lord is with you. And your response is, the Lord is also with you. Sister Susan Lowe, who is with us this morning, will lead us in prayer. Father, wat in die hemel is, Heere Jesus, vanmorgen kom ons na die toe in die naam van die Sinker Jesus. Heere, baie dankie, Heere Jesus, in die tijd, kom ons en ons kom belei ons zondes oor u. Heere, wanneer ons gezonde verteen oor u, Heere, kom ons ons pleit vir genade en ons pleit vir vergifnis. Baie dankie wat ons weet, ten spuite, dat ons die teleerstel vergeer u ons gedierig teer. Heere, baie dankie wat ons weet, Hy is een God van liefde. En Heere, en as ons so stil kom word, dan besef ons hoe groot die liefde vir ons is. Heere, nou vanmorgen kom ons en ons loof hy. En ons aanpik hy en spruis hy omdat hy wonderbaar is. Baie dankie, Heere Jesus, omdat ons weet, Heere, dat hy een God is wat nooit te leerstel nie. Heere, baie dankie, Heere Jesus, omdat in hierdie tyd kan ons het in naam aanroep. Heere, omdat ons weet, Heere, as ons vrede kort, dan kom hy, dan geef ons vrede. Heere, wanneer ons raad nodig het, dan kom hy, dan geef ons raad. Heere, wanneer ons vergifnis nodig het, dan kom hy, dan begeer hy ons. Heere, omdat ons hy kinders is, Heere Jesus weet ons, Heere, wanneer ons na hy toe gaan, ons vader, ons hemelse vader, dan vergeer hy ons, Heere, menigvuldiglik, Heere Jesus, en baie dankie, omdat ons weet in hierdie tyd, dat hy ons, Heere, en meester is, Heere, dan kom ons, Heere, en ons prijs vir die wonderdade, Heere, wat hy in ons leven kom doen het. Heere, ons prijs hy, Heere Jesus, omdat ons weet, Heere, wanneer ons terugkijk, dan weet ons, dat hy die Heere ons alleen kon deerdra. Heere, en ons weet, my koning, Heere, dat hy ons rots is. Heere, daarom kan ons die prijs, en vir jy net dankie sê, dankie, Heere Jesus, en wat ons weet in die toekomst, dit wat ons van die vraag, dit is belofte in die woord, dat hy dit vir ons sal gee. Baie dankie, Heere Jesus, en wat ons weet, Heere, ons sal nooit kan vergeet, Heere, om die al die eer, die loof en die aanbidding toe te swaai nie, omdat hy een wonderlijke God is. Heere, wanneer ek so kom, dink, Heere Jesus, aan hy, 
En dan ons leven, dan weet ons net, en hierdie tijd is ons so rondkijk, my vader, dan besef ons ook nie, dat dit hierdie heren vir ons kon deurgedraad. Heren, in tye van siekte, tye van nood, heren, in tye selfs aan hoogsnood, dan is die daad, en is die God wat geen, en heren, en baie keer kom ons in ons staan, met open hande, heren, net om te kan ontvang, maar help ons, heren, omdat ons, dat ons ons dankbaarheid kan toon, om my eet te kan loof, omdat ons weet, heren, dat hierdie heren ons vergeef het, en dit, Wat ek in die naam van die Vader, sier en heilig is. Amen. Amen. En die toas, so is in lauwe the presence of God this morning. And so friends, I invite you this morning to come along with me as we turn to the Holy Scriptures. Please be reminded that the Holy Bible is God's word to every age and every generation. May God's word be honored in this virtual space and in the sacred place. And those of us who worship here today, may we live according to the teachings of the Holy Scriptures. And so today we have two scripture readings. I think in the beginning I said three, and so that was true. Psalm 94 verses 1 to 23 is our first reading, and our second reading will come to us from the book of Acts chapter 6 verse 8 to verse 15. And we have our sister Jessica Sampson with us, and she will take us to our first reading. Let us join together as we listen to the reading of God's Word. We find our scripture reading in Acts chapter 6 from verse 8 to verse 15. It reads as follows, The arrest of Stephen. Stephen, a man richly blessed by God and full of power, performed great miracles and wonders amongst the people. But he was opposed by some men who were members of the synagogue of the freedmen, as it was called, which includes Jews from Serene and Alexandria. They and other Jews from the province of Sicilia and Asia started arguing with Stephen, but the Spirit gave Stephen such wisdom that when he spoke, they could not refute him. So they bribed some men to say, We've heard him speaking against Moses and against God. In this way, they stirred up the people, the elders and the teachers of the law. They seized Stephen and took him before the council. Then they brought in some men to tell lies about him. This man, they said, is always talking against our sacred temple and the law of Moses. We heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will tear down the temple and change all the customs which we came down to us from Moses. All those sitting in the council fixed their eyes on Stephen and saw that his face looked like the face of an angel. This is the word of God. Thanks be to God. Our second reading comes to us from the Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 14, verses 57 to verse 65. And our sister Blanche Mislangu will take us to our second reading. Mark, chapter 14, from verse 57 to 65. Then some stood up and gave this false testimony against him. We heard him say, I will destroy this temple made with human hands and in three days will build another not made with hands. Yet even then their testimony did not agree. Then the high priest stood up before them and asked Jesus, Are you not going to answer? What is this testimony that these men are bringing against you? 
But Jesus remained silent and gave no answer. Again the high priest asked him, Are you the Messiah, the Son of the Blessed One? I am, said Jesus, and you will see the Son of Man sitting at the right hand of the Mighty One and coming on the clouds of heaven. The high priest tore his clothes. Why do we need any more witnesses? He asked. You have heard the blasphemy. What do you think? They all condemned him as worthy of death. Then some began to spit on him. They blindfolded him, struck him with their fists and said, Prophecy! And the guards took him and beat him. This is the good news of Christ. Thanks be to Christ. Let us join together in prayer. Lord God, today we pray that the eyes of our hearts may be enlightened in order that we may know the hope to which you have called us, that we may know the riches of your glorious inheritance and your incomparably great power for us who believe. Help us, Jesus our Saviour, to hear you speak through the message to be delivered today. And may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, rock and redeemer of all people. We pray this prayer in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour, to him with you and the Holy Spirit, one blessed God, be glory and unending praise. Amen. And so, sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, we are... Uh, our family worship service for tomorrow, for this morning, the uh, theme of our family worship service for this morning is They Have It In For Me. They Have It In For Me. You've just listened to the readings of God's Word this morning, Acts chapter 6, verses 8 to 15, and the Gospel according to St. Mark chapter 14, verse 57 to verse 65, and I charge you to read, to do, to read these uh, a text in the Holy Scriptures as the Holy Scriptures bring these texts to us. They have it in for me is the theme of our family worship service. And so sisters and brothers in Jesus Christ, one of the biggest problems that many people face today and that they have, they have to cope with are when they feel that someone, a friend, a manager, or people they have trusted have given them a raw deal. And many people are deeply aggrieved when they have been given a raw deal. They have put their faith and they have put their trust in a manager. They've put their faith and trust in a company or friend or someone that you have had a good relationship with. And that person had deeply disappointed you. That relationship had now been broken down irretrievably with no prospects of repairing such a relationship. And so, maybe, you have also been hurt deeply by someone who has given you a raw deal. You have been overlooked for a promotion, and the company went on to appoint another person which you have trained to do the work. You've realized that you have had to take the biggest salary reduction in the office due to COVID-19 effects on the company, whilst your colleagues received less percentage reduction than yourself. Or there had been business deals going on 
and you refused to be part of it because you regarded it as unethical and shady and you find yourself being dismissed for no apparent reason. Or you have been in a business partnership and your partner channeled enormous amounts of money into his personal bank account and the company went under and the partnership went sour. Or deals were not accepted because your partner has had his own little business going on on the side. Relationships collapse between you and your partner or between you and the other person, between you and the company who has given you a raw deal. A collapsing of a relationship in these kind of situations always leads to a great deal of tension. It always leads to a great deal of conflict and hostility between you and the people who had given you the raw deal. Trust had been broken down and it became difficult for you to trust other people again. It is always bad when one feels that you have been given a raw deal. It is a situation that can test your sanity to break the breaking point, make you depressed and despondent, and may even have a severe effect on your health condition, mental health condition, and general health condition. Stephen, a man full of God's grace, wisdom, and power, possibly also felt at the time that people all the Sanhedrin had in, had it in for him. This deacon with his outstanding endowments and power was brought before the Sanhedrin, that is the Jewish council, to defend himself against the false witnesses, broad or false charges rather, not false witnesses, but to defend himself against the false charges brought against him. These false charges were brought against him by those who had it in for him. Teaching in the synagogue, Stephen's teaching led to a formal debate between him and the members that were present in the synagogue on that day. But says where verse 10 of our text, Acts chapter 6, they could not stand up against his wisdom or the spirit by whom Stephen spoke, and so they secretly persuaded some to conspire against Stephen. The Sanhedrin therefore teamed up with some men to plot against Stephen, and therefore they joined together in force to defeat Stephen. The secret agreement with these men was to lead to the demise of the servant of Jesus Christ. The idea was not that the idea was that great harm should come to Stephen. Plotting against him and seizing the servant of Christ, they brought him before the Sanhedrin. There, in the presence of the Sanhedrin, they produced false witnesses and false charges against this man of God, and they testified against him, saying, That Stephen spoke words of blasphemy against Moses and against God. Stephen was further accused of and charged with that Jesus of Nazareth would destroy the temple and that he perverted the practice of the law of Moses. This charges, so these charges, was a clear misrepresentation of what Stephen actually taught. But this was not an unusual charge, that the Sanhedrin charged Stephen with his false teaching 
because the Gospel of St. Mark chapter 14 verse 57 said, Then some stood up and gave false testimony against him. Him means Jesus Christ. And so the sentence may read, in the, in the biblical text, the sentence may read, as Mark brings this narrative to us, Mark chapter 14 verse 57, Then some stood up and gave false testimony against Jesus Christ, and they said, We have heard him say, I will destroy this man-made temple, and in three days will build another not made by man. In this case of the Gospel of St. Mark, chapter 14, verse 57, the high priest Caiaphas did his best to win the battle against Jesus Christ, but Jesus held his peace. Jesus was silent as this plot unfolded against him. Jesus kept silent for a reason. If Jesus, who was standing before the high priest, should have spoken out at that moment, Jesus would have saved himself. But then he would no longer save the world, neither would he have saved you or me today. Jesus kept quiet to make sure that he was not acquitted at the time. In fact, Jesus was actually waiting for the multi-million rand question. And so Jesus was forcing the high priest to ask this question. And out of frustration, the high priest uh, asked the question to Jesus Christ. Caiaphas has lost his school and he's lost control of the situation. And so he asked the question that Jesus was waiting for. The question? Are you the Christ, the Son of the Blessed One? Or are you the Christ, the Son of God? Stephen, Stephen was therefore saying that he had come to them to witness to this truth, that Jesus as the Son of God had come to die and had come to be, and had come to be raised to life again because God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. The Gospel according to St. John chapter 3, verse 16. Stephen's message is this, that God's love is so unquenchable, that God's love has the capacity to bring life out of death. Wherever God's power is at work, there is life, abundant life, and life always works out successfully. Our God always works for the good of those who love him. God's power is at work. And where God's power is at work, people always prosper. God's love will always have the final say. God's love will always have the final word. And having the last say, God's love raised Jesus Christ to life again. And this is the message of Stephen. As Stephen delivered the message to the Sanhedrin, this deacon's face began to glow like the face of an angel. Stephen was sufficiently spiritually mature to deal with the plot against him. His deep friendship with God brought him to a place, to this place in his soul. God knew that Stephen was at peace with God. God was on his side. And I don't think that this deacon doubt the fact that God was on his side for one moment. The challenge, however, is 
when we have messed things up, there are forces out there to get us. We have messed up things and we feel that these forces are too strong and that these forces are too overwhelming. And since they are so strong and overwhelming, we cannot and we are unable to overcome these forces. Now, I don't know whether this is perhaps the reason why our former president, Jacob Zuma, was issued with a summons to appear before the State Capture Commission. And the expectation was that should he appear before the commission, that he would not remain silent because his evidence is crucial evidence. Many of his own party members and others appealed to him to appear before Judge Raymond Zondo. Their attempts, sadly to say this, failed. The former president now incarcerated. His incarceration triggered protest action that spiraled into looting and stealing and lawlessness and it spiraled into an ever-deepening political crisis. Shopping centers had been set alight, whilst political leaders were in hiding in their offices. At one point, community members began to wonder who was running the country and asking questions about where is the police. During the last week, we have seen gross acts of criminality and theft, a consequence of a situation of moral decline and the government unable to run the country. We found ourselves in a serious political and economic and health crisis. Whilst family members and whilst friends and close relatives are being robbed of their lives due to COVID-19, the inequalities, poverty and unemployment contributed towards the looting and the stealing that we have seen over the last week. This ticking time bomb that I referred to in an earlier message simply exploded in the last week. The looting and the stealing must stop. Because no one is plotting and no one is planning against the former straight president. It is about the principle that all of us is equal before the law. And maybe the former president feels like that there is forces working against him. And maybe many people believe that there are forces working against him. But it is not about that. It is about non-preferential treatment and his ability to defend the charges brought against him. The deacon, Stephen, stood for what he believed, and our text says that no one could stand up against his wisdom or the spirit by whom he spoke, verse 10 of Acts chapter 6. God was most assuredly on the side of Stephen. Sometimes, friends, sometimes, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, just sometimes we ourselves contribute towards the mess in which we find ourselves. Instead of blaming others for our problems, instead of blaming others for our situation, we need to look inside of ourselves to discover the truth about ourselves. Our deep friendship with Jesus Christ should open our eyes to our own shortcomings open our eyes to our own offenses and open our eyes to the error of our ways. And we should be spiritually mature enough that we are able to see the devastating effects that our sins are having on ourselves and the devastating effects that our sins 
may have on other people and the people around us. As a spiritually mature follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, we will not blame others for our own guilt and we will not blame others for the error of our ways and we will not blame others for our sins. Because it is Jesus who helps us to look into ourselves. And we need to ask Jesus to help us to look into ourselves and to help us to see ourselves for who we really are. So who are we? We are sinners who are in deep need of God's grace. Sinners who have fallen short of the glory of God. And therefore, when we are in trouble, we should ask ourselves, but how much of my sinfulness has contributed to the trouble that had come to visit me? Because this is, this is then our moment in which we can honestly and go humbly before God and seek His mercy forgiveness in the new life that Christ has to offer you and me. No one has it in for us. We are in the troubled condition because of ourselves. And this, this can be a very sobering moment for you and a very sobering moment for me. But there are those who genuinely received the raw deal. Those people who did not get the promotion, they deserved the promotion, but they didn't get the promotion. Those people who got less in percentage, uh, more in percentage, in, uh, in, in salary reduction than their colleagues. Or those people who genuinely refused to become part of those shady deals or to act unethically. Those people who have genuinely received a raw deal. Because they were plotted against, like the Sanhedrin against, plotted against Jesus Christ and this deacon Stephen. And when this is the case, then God is on our side. Just like God has been on the side of the deacon Stephen. God is, God has always been, and God will always be on our side. As those who wanted Christ's death served dead, circled around him in his final hours, Jesus knew what it felt like when people plot against you. Jesus had been through it all. He knows it, he understands it when people begin to plot against him because Jesus went through it all. Jesus is therefore with you in your loneliness and in your pain. And trusting in Jesus, he will see you through your loneliness and he will see you through your pain. He will walk with you, will take you by the hand if you feel that you have received a raw deal. Jesus will take you by the hand because he is on your side. So much so that we are able to say, I can see when the day is bright. I can sing through the darkest night, every day, all the way. Let me sing, sing, sing. They who have it in for you will never be victorious. If we look at Jesus Christ, and our God has raised Jesus to life again, and our God has triumphed over evil and sin, plotting, then they who have plotted against you, will never 
be victorious because Jesus loves you unconditionally and God is on your side. And so glory be to God who loves us unconditionally. Jesus Christ who died for you and me on the cross of Calvary. Glory be to the Holy Spirit who grants us wisdom. Let us join together in prayer. Lord, in your mercy, our poor people who are feeling today that they are under attack by enemies or those who do not know you. In Jesus' name, amen. And so, friends, in Jesus Christ, uh, we also have our brother Cedric Euster with us, and uh, Cedric will lead us in prayer this morning. Let us join together in prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, you taught us to love our neighbor and to care for those in need as if we're caring for you. In this time of anxiety, give us strength so we may be able to comfort the fearful, to tend the sick, and to assure the isolated of our love and your unending love. Lord, we cast our anxiety on you. Every worry we have for our nation is yours. May our land be filled with prayer, with supplication and thanksgiving. Father, we bring our request to you. May your peace that surpasses understanding guard our heart and minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Receive the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ and go in peace. Lord, you have given yourself to us. Now we give ourselves to others. You have sent your Holy Spirit and made us a gift people to go with you and for you. As people of Pentecost, we will serve you and proclaim your good news with joy. Your glory has filled our hearts. Help us glorify you in all things. Receive the blessing of our Lord Jesus Christ and go in peace. And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Spudcaster podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe.